Welcome to another episode of Do You Know What I Mean? My name is Brett Holcomb, and thanks for tuning in. As I try to do this each and every week, about what's on my mind. And I got to thank a lot of people out there that have been sending me messages. I've been hearing from a lot of people I haven't heard from in a long time. Um, just saying, hey, I, I heard your podcast. I think it's fantastic. Thanks for doing it. And I love it. Absolutely love that. And, and to see the numbers going up and um, at just different times of the week when people are, are downloading this, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy because, I mean, this is just coming out of my mind. It's not anything that, like, you know, I'm play, prepping for a show like I used to in, in sports talk radio or, you know, playing, talking, I got to do this, 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 and this. It's just what comes to my mind. And um, I just, I, I'm just excited about that. So, and as I said, said from the start, this is this is therapy for me. So, um, again, thank you for helping me uh, with this therapy. It definitely is calming of the nerves and relaxes me and puts me back into an element that I truly love. But um, pretty good week. coaching again. I'm coaching my daughter's softball team. I wasn't sure if I was going to do that again this year. and um, um, Made the decision and um, got the notice that I was coaching. So uh, the mayhem is back. And that's the name of our team. And um, Start Monday. So uh, getting the ball rolling and um, just super excited. Super excited to do that I um you know it's it's rec softball so um as I told my parents last year and I'm going to tell the parents for this year I'm not trying to make your daughter the next all-american I just want to make sure she's having a good time and and if she learns something that's awesome that that's what I want from this and um you know um being able to help these young girls um, you know just help become them better people uh, it's, it's all it's about and I think the most important thing is spending time with my daughter and um, things I always cherish is having those times and um, doing things like that like this, this past Friday we were uh, the daddy daughter dance here on Oak got to go uh, hang out with uh, my friend Kenny and his two daughters who are good friends of Kenzie's and uh, it, was a, it was a good time so reality started kicking in a little bit because knowing that your daughter is not the little girl anymore I mean she'll always be a little girl in my eyes but knowing that she's growing up and you know how many more of these am I going to be able to do with her? Or is she going to want to do with dad? I guess that's the big question. So we'll see. But uh, we had a good time, and um, he asked me about Wednesday if I was going to be able to do it because I wasn't feeling well, and that's one of the reasons I'm recording a couple of days later than I normally do. Just I, I was under the weather and um, wanted to make sure my, my voice was okay and also, I wanted to make sure I was okay to go to that dance. So uh, I'm glad I was able to do that. And, uh, you know, get the ball rolling and um, get it, get another week under my belt. So um, I'm also excited about Tuesday night. It's coming up. Um, one of my side gigs, and I think I men mentioned this in the last podcast or one of them uh, that I'm, I do radio engineering for 
University of South Florida, and I'm doing men's basketball at their home games, and um, I'm excited. Tuesday, uh, they're playing Charlotte, and it's for first place in the conference. And to see where this team has gone from last year to this year is just absolutely amazing. And this coach, Coach Amir, is just phenomenal. I've been around a lot of coaches. If it was up at UF or up in Philly, at Temple, um, John Cheney will always be one of my favorite coaches of all time. Um, but Coach Amir's got something, and I will. He, he is so involved with this university, it is mesmerizing. After the game, most schools do this. The team will go over to where the, the pep band is and do the alma mater, and he goes over and does that. But then afterwards, he goes over and, you know, conducting the band and just getting into it. And when he comes over to the post-game interview at our table, just talks about the student section and then the band and always shouting out in the fan base and we got to keep bringing the energy and you know we're going to play it's just awesome and then he does his own videos you know getting onto the airplane to come home from a big game like he did this past uh, weekend in North Texas and just getting people excited and it makes me excited it really does. Like, I look forward to going to those games. Um, you know, I get a fist bump from him every game. Um, a lot of coaches don't do that, but I, I get one every game, and it's, I appreciate it. Um, and, um, you know, this team is just is just fun to watch. And if you don't have anything to do on Tuesday night at 9 o'clock, turn ESPN on and watch this game. You'll get to see me because I'll be courtside. I'll be at the table two from the team. So, um, you know, hopefully I'm not doing anything stupid like picking my nose or something like that. I'm not going to do that. I know my brother's made fun of me because he's seen me on TV. He's like, can you put the Coke Zero down for like two seconds? Um, but I'm excited. I'm really, I'm truly excited about going to that game and, and seeing what this team does. I'm just, it, it it's night and day from last year. Last year, it just, there wasn't the energy. But but this team's got it. I'm just excited to be part of that. So, uh, you know, another thing I'm looking forward to. Um, so, so I was going to hold this one off for probably a week or so. And I, I decided not to. There's been a lot of people in my life. I won't say a lot. There's been few. Um, that really, truly know me. And I'm not talking really family members. Even though this person is a family member. But... They know me, how I tick. They know when something's wrong. Uh, and they've been a huge part of my life. And, um, you know, I'm fortunate. I, I've had some really close friends. And, you know, two of my closest friends, I, I've known from, since first grade. They are my brothers, um, you know, Mark and Grant. I've like inseparable, and it, it's just amazing that you know here I am, fifty, and for over forty years, we've been friends. And to this day, like if we ever get when we get together, we haven't gotten together in a long time. We're trying to get that together. Hopefully this year. The three of us. Like, it's like we never left. 
and they know me. I mean, they really, truly know me, and, and that, it's, I, I really um, appreciate that. Um, you know, the, the summer of 1992, oh my gosh, Whew. graduated high school, and um, spent a lot of time with them, but lot of time with Mark. Him and I went through a, a rough patch right before graduation. Uh, we both got dumped by our girlfriends at the time. And uh, we were inseparable. Uh, it, the 1987 Ford Tempo was rolling through Delran with the two of us. Probably every night a lot of tech mobile was played over that summer so uh, that was that was a I will never forget that summer um, spending that time and it was it was therapeutic like I think that like that bond especially with the two of us was solidified that summer because after that look at so many Sixers games so many Eagles games so many WWE pay-per-views um Mike Tyson fights we were we were inseparable so uh and Grant, he, he went away to school, so we, we, I don't want to say we lost touch with him, but we didn't get to, you know, we weren't around him as much, and then his, his family moved away uh, shortly after that, so. Um, but I am looking forward to, I'm hoping this, this fall, that we're, we're trying to get together the guys weekend, and hopefully it's going to be at a Cowboys game in Dallas, so uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. The other one's my buddy Dave uh, that I met in college and like again um, inseparable um, gosh 30 years of knowing him and you know it'd be the, the text message Kate which diner are we going to like constantly and we were probably at a diner twice a week, three times a week. We're just going to get lunch or something like that. So, um, and playing softball. But it's again another guy just knows me. But this person, came out of left field. while I was working up at the college up in Jersey. Um, she is by everything. And that's my wife. The funny thing about this entire thing was we were both going through a rough patch. And when we first met, it wasn't love at first sight because I was dating and I'll just leave it with her that it was complicated. So there was no inkling. But I would say over the next year um, working with her on a couple projects and just talking her and I became 
friends. And most of my relationships never really started. Well, maybe started, but didn't go as long as this. And we were kind of like, she was my ear. And I think I was her ear in many ways. That spring is when I got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And I was beside myself. Now, to say that I didn't cause it. Mm -mm. Now, if, you, if you know me, my love for Dunkin' Donuts coffee was very well known. Um, especially early on in my radio career when I was doing a late shift. There were quite a few extra large Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And there was a lot of sugar in it. So, my type 2 is, I blame myself. But not knowing what could happen. I think that was the, the dagger. So when I got diagnosed, the relationship I was in, this person was going to become a nurse. And I really thought I wouldn't get a clinical answer, but I get it. We're going to get through this answer and help. And I got the clinical answer. And I remember calling my wife because I was beside myself. I was supposed to go to a softball game. I was the coach of the softball team. And I couldn't do it. Because I just I couldn't focus. I just couldn't focus. So when I called... Heather she goes where are you and I told her she goes meet me here and she let me just unload my emotions And she said, how can I help you? That And I was like, here's a person that, you know, I'm friendly at work with, but cares about me. Wow. Like, it was deep. And I wasn't thinking of wow, this could turn into something kind of thing. But I was like, this is 
somebody that's going to be, I thought, as a, a true friend for the rest of my life. That's where I really thought things were at that point. Needless to say, over the next several months, that changed. And I, I finally had the courage to get out of the, the toxic relationship I was in at the time. And she eventually did as well. And after that, we were inseparable. It's it's so funny to think back at that time on how things unraveled and came to be. I remember being, we all went out, a group of us from work went out to, to grab a drink and um, grab something to eat. And two of us were walking out and we were just talking and she gave me a hug but it wasn't the friend hug you know what I mean and then I had to with the radio station, we had an event down at Clementon Park. We were doing a live broadcast all day, and um, you know, I told her, I said, "Hey, if you have some students, because she was working in student activities, it'd be great. We get get some more students down there." Um, I said, "Here's the benefit: they get to go in the park all day, hang out, and." We're promoting the college. We're promoting the school. It's a good good time to be down there. I wanted to get some pictures with all these students down here. Um, be a fun time. So she came down too, and got everything set up, and kids were doing their thing. And so her and I decided to go on a couple rides, and. We were walking over to the roller coaster down there by ourselves. And that was the first time I kissed her. And I don't know what it was. But I knew something. Like, this is for real. And that started the journey. Probably a month, month and a half, maybe two months after that. She moved in to the condo. A little prior before that, um, she had a dog, Tasha Magoo. 
And she used to brag about Tasha Magoo and how wonderful Tasha Magoo was. And I'm like, come on. I said, my dog was down at my parents. Amazing dog. She's like, nope, not like Tasha. So I went down to her house for the first time. And I met Tasha. The first thing I noticed were the ears. And if you you knew Tasha Magoo, she had some big ears. So down in the basement watching TV and Heather goes up and Tasha comes up, curls right up next to me. And I'm like, I got a buddy. <clears throat> so Heather had to go up and see her parents and needed somebody to watch. And she was going to put Tasha in the kennel for the weekend. I'm like, no, 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 no. Tasha can come hang out with me. So Tasha stayed at my house, at the condo with me. And the, the funny story with Tasha that is Tasha liked to sleep in the bed and uh, Tasha comes up and laying in bed with me and you know laying on top of the covers and as most guys do you, you let one go and um yeah, that happened. And Tasha immediately got up and went into the other room. So it was, I, I laughed probably for about a half hour about that. But just, Tasha became my buddy. And um, Tasha was a big part of um, my life with Heather to start it off with. But before, I'll get to the story with Tasha in a little bit. But um, I'd say a month, month and a half after Heather moved in with me, I was, or getting ready. She wasn't ready yet. She didn't move in yet. She was there a lot. And I needed a new bed. So I was talking to her about it, and I said, yeah, I got to go get a bed. Like, you know, I've had this bed for so long, and just I need something bigger. And I need something more comfortable. So she's like, all right, well, we'll go out. Why don't we go shopping for that? And I'll help you pick one out. I'm like, okay. Ironically, my parents were up to visit. And they were staying at the condo. So Heather and I go to Ashley Furniture. They sell beds. That's what I thought we were going in for. And we're walking around. And I'm looking for the mattresses. And she keeps looking at bedroom furniture. What do you think it is? What do you think of that? So we both found one that we both liked. And she's like, what do you think? Should we get it? And I'm thinking to myself, two things are going through my mind. The first is, we just started dating. And I'm looking at bedroom furniture. And she didn't say me. She said the word, we.
Hmm. That's like a big deal. You know, it's, it's not like, you know, buying tickets to a concert or something like that. Like, bedroom furniture usually lasts for a while. And it's we, that's implying something. So that was, okay, Brett, are you going to take a leap of faith and do this? Or are you like, I don't know. The other thing that was going on was when it was going to be delivered, my parents were still going to be at said condo. My mom's a little old-fashioned. How's she going to take this? I am firstborn, so I had to deal with some of those ramifications, probably that my mother, my brother didn't have to deal with because I was the first so mom's getting used to things so I made a decision let's buy the furniture because of my heart I knew this wasn't going to be a, a short term thing Because in my heart, at that time, I knew I was going to marry. So about seven months later, I decided to propose to her. And I did I did the right thing. I went up at her to her parents up in Buffalo, asked for permission. And it was the weekend of my sister-in-law's graduation party. My mother-in-law's like, you should do it now. You should do it now. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is Steph's weekend. This is, I don't want to blow that for her. I'm not ready yet. So I decided to do it in Tennessee along the water figuring Heather likes nature it's near the water she likes that too this is perfect and mapped it out with my parents and what I needed to do Got the ring, had it sent to my parents' house so that Heather would never find it. And my excuse was we were going to go take Tasha for a walk. Now, I talked about Tasha before and how important she is. If I was going to do this, I needed Tasha with me. And, you know, right before I proposed, my conversation was, you know, Tasha and I have been talking a lot. And... I proposed and she said yes. 
overjoyed is an understatement for me. Um, I was excited, a little scared too, about pulling off a wedding and that kind of thing but I, I knew this is the one that was meant for me there's not a day that goes by that I am not eternally grateful to have her in my life. In many ways, she, she saved me. You know, that toxic relationship I was in prior to her tore me up. Knocked my... F my focus was out of place. My emotions were all over the place. Um... And, and she she stabilized me she stabilized me she makes me a better person every day of my life no questions asked it just is that When I'm down, she gets me back on my feet. And she motivates me. And she pushes me to do better. And I am grateful for that. It, it just there's not many people that I know can can do that for me or help me, but. She does it. We rarely argue, and if we do, it's short term. And it's I, I've never had a full, I don't think I've ever had a full blown argument slamming doors or anything like that never because for the most part like we're on the same page I mean, she, she is 
opened my eyes to so many different things that I had a different perspective on. And I'm not saying she's altered me. Like, you know, whipped me into shape or anything like that. But, like, you know, some of my political views, and I won't go into that, but, like, she got me thinking. I'm grateful for that. And it's made me better. You know, this podcast, like, again, when I first started, you know, I told, told the story of how long it took me to get to this point to start doing this. we had a conversation right before I did it and she's like you need to do this it's going to be good for you But man, the guy upstairs, I, it took a while. It took a while. But he brought me. to connect with her. And then to have our daughter. There was a while in my life where I wasn't sure if I was ever going to have kids. You know, watching your your, your friends get married and having families and It's tough. And here you are either in a bad relationship, not in a relationship at the time, just starting off one. And no kids. And I'm in my mid thirties when I met Heather. So it was like I didn't want to be the old guy at my kid's high school graduation. I am going to be the old guy at my daughter's graduation, but not as old as I thought I was going to potentially be. So, um, but man, two greatest achievements of my life being a husband being a dad and I know they were gifts from God 
and I thank him every day for it. And like I said, I don't know where I'd be. I didn't meet my wife. I don't know if I'd be in Jersey at this point. I don't know. I don't, I, I, and it scares me to think about that. Every once in a while, I'll reflect on on things of your past, and that's one of them. Like, where would I be? Because I know I wouldn't be at the same job. Because there's no radio station anymore. That's a whole other story. But after thinking, I'm like, mm -mm. what hurts me the most is not being with my wife, therefore not being with In this year of being the year of unfinished business, part of the unfinished business is making sure that my health is in check. Which, again, I need to thank my wife. Because, again, she pushes me to make sure that I'm doing the right things and, and, and staying healthy. Yeah, I lost over 25 pounds. You know, I changed my diabetes medication. and Hopefully going to be off of most of my other diabetes medication, which I'm so happy about. But just trying to eat better. Trying not to be stressed out and just want to make sure that I'm here for both of them so I am grateful I am so grateful that I have the love of my life in my life. And every morning, for the most part, I get I get to see her. And every night I get to see her. And to see where we've come from and where we are now is just To think that we moved to Florida? I never thought I was leaving Jersey. I really didn't. And I live in New Jersey. I really do. I That is, will always be home for me. I mean, I miss the food. Oh. But quality of life is so much better down here in Florida for us. 
due to like due to things we're doing now. It's it's crazy. Like I got to go to Disney. You, you don't do that in Jersey. You get to go to Great Adventure. Whoopee. Down here we get to go to Disney. And I know I kind of caused it. But she's the one that made it happen. And what I mean by that was I was looking at a job down in Florida that I had a, thought I had a good shot at getting didn't pan out but in the same token Heather jumped a gun and started looking for a job needless to say she got it of course she did my wife it was a great opportunity for her career. It put us in a better place. And my old adage was, I can get a radio job anywhere. And we went. I wasn't with Heather. We would I'd still be in New Jersey. So just she she she's the one that lights the fire. <laughs> Needless to say. But I'm I'm just I was given a gift from with her that I am eternally grateful for my my heart belongs to her my it, she she's my everything it, it's not i mean just everything push myself more because of her. You know, I, I thought I did great things up in Jersey at the radio station. I just think to myself, if I was with her beforehand, probably been three times better I really think that because she has that influence on me like and she doesn't have to say anything it's just she just pushes me You're probably saying to yourself, Brett, you know, Valentine's Day, this has been a perfect podcast for Valentine's Day. Nope. I'm not a big believer in Valentine's Day, and my wife isn't either. Um, we both believe it's a hallmark moment. And I've always said, if it takes a day you realize that someone in your life is special it's a problem there's 365 days in a year every day should be special so if I'm going to do something it's going to be spontaneous so that's why I decided when I was thinking about 
talking about my wife. When to do it. And originally I was thinking, I was like, nope, nope, you're a hypocrite if you do that. That's why I did it now. So, hon, thank you. Thank you for making me a better person. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for Tasha Magoo, who's no longer with us. My little buddy Boo, who, after we moved into our first house together, we got and rescued. Unfortunately, Boo's not with us anymore either. That's my little buddy. And our new additions to the family, Pepper. All brought on by my wife. But, hon, thank you for the, the greatest gift you ever gave me. That's my daughter. Kenzie. She's a splitting image of you. And it's just... My greatest accomplishment is being her dad. And thank you. So that's going to do it for another episode of uh, Do You Know What I Mean? And I hope many of you out there had that special someone. Because not everybody does. And there was a time I thought I was going to be one of those that didn't. But somebody was looking out for me. I'm very appreciative of it each and every day of my life. So, keep sending those comments to me, reaching out, tell me what you think. I, I just I love hearing about it. It means the world to me. And, and, and thank you for being part of this this journey, this therapy I'm on. It is awesome. I, I look forward to spending this time and talking to you, um, sharing what's going through my head. And, um, yeah, the best part is it's just not scripted. I don't script any of this. It's just whatever's in my head coming right into this microphone. So I'm going to leave you with a song. And it's weird. Because this is a song that came out a couple years ago. And I just went on to my music I've uploaded to Apple Music it hit shuffle and it was just weird when I was thinking about this podcast especially doing this one this song came on and a buddy of mine sang it and it's him and it wasn't one that while I was up programming it came on it was one that he did after the fact and 
I kind of got him back into the swing of things, singing again, and got him to perform again while I was still programming. So, um, you know, when this came on, I said, "This is the this is the song I got to play when I do this podcast," because the words it's a remake, the words fit. So I'm going to leave you with a song. The group's called Jersey. The guy that's singing it. If you're in the freestyle music back in South Jersey, you can know this guy. He was a legend. His name is Joe Zangy. It's Q's forever mix of the song of me. So I'm going to leave you with that. Have a great week, everybody. I will talk to you next week. See you. Every time my eyes meet, this feeling inside me is almost more than I can take. And baby, when you touch me, I can see how much I love me. Just blow